When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 62, Minimalism Explained, by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello and welcome to Optimal Living Daily, also known as the old podcast at oldpodcast.com. I'm Justin Mollick, reading you posts from authors of brilliant blogs like Sivers.org, The Minimalist, Zen Habits, Ben Greenfield Fitness, and more, plus the one that I'm reading you today, exilelifestyle.com. And this is the work of Colin Wright, who lives in a new country every couple of months. Pretty crazy. And I found this gem of a post on Colin's blog recently, and I liked it because it shows a more realistic approach to minimalism and that you can actually have high-quality things because being a minimalist doesn't mean ridding yourself of completely everything, obviously. So he gets into his definition of minimalism and how he deals with it. But real quick, before I get into it, I am still sponsorless at this point. So if you'd like to help keep the podcast alive, I have a few things you can do that are really simple and will go a long way in helping to make this show sustainable. The first is to subscribe to my weekly newsletter. It's free and you get free stuff from me very frequently, including raffles for book giveaways every month, free automated spreadsheets, and more. And to join, just text the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. Super easy. And the more active thing you can do is to become a patron of the show and contribute any amount you like over at oldpodcast.com. No matter how you show your support, I will be super thankful and it'll definitely keep this thing going. I'd really like to hit 100 episodes for you. So again, you can text OPTIMAL to 44222 or visit me online at oldpodcast.com. But for now, let's hear Colin's approach to minimalism and start optimizing your life. Minimalism Explained by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. Defining Minimalism. After my All 55 Things I Own post the other day, I want to take a second to go over minimalism as a philosophy and a practice to make sure we're all on the same page as to what it means and how it's done. So when you think of minimalism, you likely think of getting rid of stuff, not buying anything new, and living in a small white room with no furniture or pictures on the wall. This could be true, but in most cases, it's not. It's important to understand that the reduction of physical possessions is often a result of minimalism, not minimalism itself. Just giving away a bunch of things doesn't make you a minimalist any more than buying a statue of Buddha makes you a Buddhist or doing yoga makes you healthy. It's one aspect of the whole for sure, but you needn't partake if that's not where your priorities happen to be. There are always other options. And that's what's important to establish here, priorities. What minimalism is really all about is reassessment of your priorities so that you can strip away the excess stuff, the possessions and ideas and relationships and activities that don't bring value to your life. And once you're able to say with absolute certainty, quote, this is important to me, my little ponies are my life and being involved with them is what makes me want to get up in the morning, unquote, 
you should invest more time and effort into your collection. When they really start to think about it though, most people realize that the physical things they own are not the most important parts of their lives. If you can take a day and really dedicate yourself to focusing on what's important, you'll likely identify a whole slew of things that are more important than accumulating physical goods, and if this is the case, it could be time to start slimming down your haul. My minimalistic tendencies. When I started deep diving into my real hopes and dreams, I realized that what I really craved and wasn't getting in LA was a sense of adventure and constant change. I thrive on the exhilaration of adventure and risk and building things, and mostly I was only doing the latter most of these activities. It was time to refocus and reposition myself so that I'd be able to fully invest in my passions. For me, getting rid of all the crap I'd accumulated was as much a symbol of my transition as a part of it. As soon as I started slimming down the closets and wardrobe, I thought, quote, this is real, I'm really doing it, unquote. This thought can be just as important as the realization that something needs to change because it reinforces that you have the power to change your destiny. Booyah. Getting rid of stuff. If you wanna get rid of a lot of stuff, I recommend taking time to figure out what you're keeping first. The number of possessions you have doesn't matter, but being able to live a happy life does. I count and list my possessions for shock value more than anything, and to give myself a yardstick as to how much I actually need to travel comfortably, but having more or less than someone else is completely arbitrary. Don't get rid of stuff just because you can. If you do this, the most likely result is that you'll be sad and lonely without your things, and will just end up buying new versions of them, which supports conspicuous consumption, costs you a bunch of money, kills the rainforest, and generally wrecks havoc on the world in general. Don't put yourself in the position to yo-yo when it comes to this many things. What I would recommend is slowly testing out the waters and seeing what you can and cannot live without. I thought for sure that I wouldn't be able to make it without my nice wardrobe, iPhone, and tank-like desktop computer, but once they were gone, my heart kept beating and I had more time and money to spend on other things. I don't miss them. I have found, however, that I like to have a guitar, so I make it a point to buy a cheap, locally made one whenever I'm gonna be staying in one place for a few months or more. I also like to have well-constructed, if simple, clothing and a high-performing laptop. What's nice about being a minimalist is that all those freed-up resources can be reapplied to the areas of your life that you care about. I don't have to think twice about spending money on a nice laptop because I know I've got it to spend. I didn't spend it on a couple of massive monitors for my desktop computer, more suits for my wardrobe, or some other habitual money pit that doesn't make much of a positive impact on my life. Remember that minimalism is a tool like any other, and you shouldn't become dogmatic about it any more than you would about a religion or other philosophy. Take the practices that work for you and help you live a happier life, but leave the others for those who find value in them. We don't get bonus points when we die for owning more stuff than the other guy, nor do we get a trophy for owning less than someone else. We do get to smile on our deathbeds if we enjoy the hell out of life, however, so that's what I plan on focusing on. You just listened to the post titled Minimalism Explained by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. So there you have it. It really is all about enjoying life, isn't it? And if you'd like to help me enjoy life, would you consider supporting this show? You can support for free. It is very supportive if you join my weekly newsletter, which comes with some actionable tips to optimize your life, along with a bunch of free stuff. And to join, all you have to do is text OPTIMAL to 44222. You can also join at oldpodcast.com, where you can also contribute any amount you like if you'd like to help pay the monthly podcasting bills. 
I'd greatly appreciate that, but if you're not in a position to do so, I totally understand. And again, you can still be part of the old family by joining the newsletter. And that's episode 62. Tomorrow, I'm bringing you a different new author for Financial Friday, so that's exciting. His writing style is different than the usual, and he's a character for sure, although his name isn't as unique as Mr. Money Mustache, and his philosophy is actually very different. So you have that to look forward to tomorrow, and I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.